0: Lyndell, the pillow guy, went to Washington armed with evidence that Donald Trump received nearly 80 million votes and Joe Biden, 68 million. He got five minutes with the president and was then dismissed as if he was bothering him. QAnon has said that massive arrests will soon be made. Lou Dobbs reported on Fox that massive amounts of documents proving corruption will soon be released. But you know what, I'm not interested in any of this. Today on the program, I'll share a statement from former President John Adams, as well as a note from a former KGB agent who defected to the United States. But really, the only thing we need to focus on is God's Word. We're going to look at what God has already said about times like these.
1: We might as well dismiss the political struggle in America if we don't have a fundamental and profound moral change in this country. The Bible says, Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Jesus said that unless the days of the great tribulation be shortened, even the elect would be deceived. In the past year, we've certainly seen how easy it is to be deceived. Today on Life Journeys, Pastor Hardica makes some vital observations about navigating through the dimming light.
0: Around the world, the entire government of the Netherlands has resigned. And on Friday, the entire Russian government resigned it would seem something global is up. Christians are clamoring for liberty and justice, looking for vindication, but nothing is as yet coming forth. While many people have been looking to social media and other sources away from the mainstream, that's going to be pretty much fruitless. God's not a politician either. Our problem is not Democrat versus Republican. It's good versus evil for the American government today could be better named the U.S. Crime Syndicate, and God's not taking any other sides. Many centuries ago, when God reigned over Israel, they said, Make us a king to judge us like the other nations. And the Lord said unto Samuel, Hearken, listen to the voice of the people, for they have not rejected you, but they have rejected me, that I should not reign over them. But your king will take your sons and daughters, your best fields, and your money. You see, God rules through men's hearts, not through their governments. Founding father and second president John Adams said, Our Constitution was made only for a moral and religious people. It's wholly inadequate to the government of any other. The Soviet communist dictator Joseph Stalin exemplified this when he said, America is like a healthy body and its resistance is threefold. It's patriotism, it's morality, and it's spiritual life. If we can undermine these three arenas, America will collapse from within. So far, he's been the most accurate U.S. prophet that I've heard. Please understand that without a moral change of heart in America, no president or Congress can give us what we need. Without lasting change within our hearts, nothing that is given by our leaders will change anything. Unless God changes our hearts, our nation truly is on the road to ruin. A former KGB Russian spy defected to America years ago. According to Mr. besmenov only 10-15% to 15% of the KGB's personnel and resources were allocated to traditional clandestine espionage with the rest going to legitimate, overt, and open ideological subversion. He said that subversion happens in four stages—demoralization, destabilization, crisis, and normalization. They will subvert America's youth with Marxist thought. The first stage, lasting about 15 to 20 years, the period of time needed to raise a generation— is to brainwash the public with communist ideology. Manipulation of the media and academia is required for this purpose. The second stage focuses on throwing society into chaos, and it usually takes two to five years. During this stage, the status quo in economy, foreign relations, and defense systems are changed. The establishment promises all kinds of goodies in order to win people's support for creating a massive government that is intrusive to people's lives. Media and academia are also essential to make it successful. The third third stage instigates a crisis that leads to civil war, revolution, or foreign invasion. This stage has only taken two to six months, he said. This is the stage when leftist idealists, or useful idiots as he calls them, are no longer needed, because they would be disillusioned and become obstacles. They are going to be eliminated, exiled, or imprisoned, like what has happened in Grenada, Afghanistan, Bangladesh, and China. It's the same pattern everywhere, said Bezmanov. The three steps culminate in the fourth and final stage of normalization. The populace begins to accept and assimilate communism, which in this case would be globalism. The loss of our morals, our spiritual life, and our patriotism have worked to make us a fertile garden to be overrun with what you see today. Get academia and the media, and the minds of people will follow if their morals are corrupted in the first place. Is there a move towards a one world government? Absolutely. Yes, there is. How it establishes itself politically, criminally, and morally is not an issue that we could ever hope to define, identify, and destroy by carnal means. To attempt to study its plans and endeavor to stop it sets people up for something way above their pay grade. It almost assures decisive personal defeat. Why? It's a simple premise. You're not smart enough, experienced enough, or powerful enough to outsmart and defeat the powers that have corrupted humanity since its beginning. At its root, this is a spiritual problem defined in the Bible. Jesus showed clearly that it takes the power of God, not the wisdom of man, to defeat darkness. If it took the death and the resurrection of Jesus to defeat man's corruption, sin, and evil, how can we possibly think that we can do it without carefully following and living God's plan? God's blueprint for end-times living is far different than QAnon's. Defeating the devil's darkness without God at the very center of our lives is the ultimate fool's errand. Revelation 17 says, I will show unto you the judgment of the great whore that sits upon many waters, with whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication, and the inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk with the wine of her fornication. She is the mother of the abominations." Of the earth. I saw the woman drunken with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs. The waters which you saw, where the horse sits, are people and multitudes and nations and tongues. Saints are seen here. Some are going to be killed, others persecuted. Then there are those who still are dabbling in the sins of the harlot represented in this chapter. Revelation continues, Come out of her, my people, that you be not partakers of her sins, and that you receive not of her plagues. In one hour is your judgment come, and the merchants of the earth shall weep and mourn over the whore, for no man buys their merchandise any more. Thy merchants were the great men of the earth, for by thy sorceries were all nations deceived. God used Babylon once to judge His people for their sin. They were held captive because of their idolatry and unbelief. Here, too, we see the church being subject to the horrors of this Babylonian influence. Listen to this vision inspired by the book of Revelation. We, the church, are being battle-hardened, refined through opposition, tested, and prepared. We are not being destroyed, But through the fire that this harlot is forging in us in these days of deception, persecution, gloating, and arrogance, we the church are weaving the fibers of the Holy Spirit with a dedicated determination to see Jesus glorified. We will be mocked and marginalized until we hear the sound of heaven's trumpet. It's like we have marched around Jericho for six days in obedient silence about what is hidden from the world, but the shout is going to come forth. See us as we sit patiently in our barracks, weaving a garment of spiritual warfare in the darkness. Unseen by the world, shafts of divine light are growing stronger, mingled with tears called the prayers of the saints. They are being stored in divine vials, waiting for the angel to answer the order of the throne to pour them out before the Father." They have become the incense of heaven, as they release the angels of vengeance to destroy the whore who has deceived and made drunk the nations, until those she rode upon become captive themselves. Come out of her, you saints! That's the cry of heaven to those who still exult in the secret sins of the soul. Set yourselves apart that you do not receive of the plagues destined for the fall of Babylon. Deception must be replaced with a discernment of humility in the fear of the Lord. The book of Revelation is the ultimate blueprint to navigate the question, Why does God allow evil and suffering? Why has he allowed this we see today? Why are we moving towards these words? And the nations were angry, and thy wrath is come, and the time of the dead that they should be judged, and that you should give reward unto your servants the prophets and to the saints, and them that fear thy name, small and great, and should destroy them which destroy the earth. The kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and we shall reign for ever and ever.
1: The best defense you can give your family and children against a future of communism and present government corruption is a good set of love-based, faith-founded morals Political prowess won't do it. Nor will money, education, or reputation do it. We are moving towards victory. Things are not coming apart. They are coming together.